0: hello and good afternoon, everyone. welcome to this week's new episode of the Xbox Factor podcast. I'm your host Mr. Boomstick XL, and we have an outstanding show plus we got some breaking news that we're gonna get into Redfall getting a uh, a beta yes, and we also have a confirmation we're not we're actually not even going to talk about it. I'm just gonna throw it out there as a, as a tidbit if you will. It has been confirmed through numerous uh, financial sources that the eu commission has moved from phase one to phase two of the abk deal that's no big surprise we kind of knew that was going to happen but we're going to get into that conversation tomorrow night not only do we have um drawn tj joining us on of course the new episode of primetime gaming with mr boomstick and friends we also have hargeet chani joining us as well. Uh, it's going to be a big show, but this today's show is going to be big. Let's welcome back Mav. How you feeling, brother?
1: Good man. It's been too long. I've been wanting to be here, but work and stuff has just gotten in the way. Uh, I'm happy to be back though, and uh, we got lots of awesome stuff to talk about. I saw you playing Sonic Frontiers uh, and game looks pretty dang fun boom i don't know man and those reviews are pretty
0: solid too for a sonic game especially pretty but, much yeah it's sitting at a um, 7.4 uh the last time i checked which is i mean listen of course i'd love it to see it hit a nine but you know at the end of the day yeah. uh, people dumped all over gotham knights and Gotham knights is starting to uh get closer and closer to my game of the year pick so yeah uh just because the reviews aren't the most striking doesn't mean the game isn't good sonic frontier so far Uh, is solid you're going to see some gameplay this is recorded off the uh, off the switch i didn't get a chance to uh play and record on the xbox because you know obviously there's limited time in the mornings but uh, i'm definitely going to get to it uh but listen dude first of all thanks for sharing what you actually do for a living you did that the other day on twitter and you showed off some of your work wow dude you got some skills
1: yeah well i mean i got it i mean it's not all me like i got to give credit to a lot of the workers and stuff that you know work work for me and stuff you know it takes a, it's a big effort to it's do a that team. It's a team yeah, effort no, for sure it's, <laughs> it's a, a lot of work a lot of stress goes into a lot of the stuff that we do that's just one thing you know i got a lot of stuff going on all the time with that kind of stuff but uh, you know i thought it'd be interesting you know because you know we always have these gaming conversations and people kind of see you know what we talk about and everything like that but uh that we all have real lives and real things we do, you know? And uh for example, you were a police officer for a long time, you know yep. what I mean? So you got a lot of life experience with that and um it's just interesting to kinda put that out there. But uh yeah, appreciate that, boom. Um yeah, the, again, the man behind be
0: the microphone, that should be actually a show. I someone's <laughs> gonna take yeah. that and run with it. I know They're gonna idea, damn it.
1: <laughs> Yeah, there's a couple of podcasters that have a really good like one-on-one interview things, and they ask some questions like that. You know what I mean? Uh, I've done a couple of those, but and they kind of go into some questions. You know, they usually keep it kind of vague, right? Uh, but um, man, we dude. I, I was gonna say on Sonic, you know, I, you're you playing it, seeing the all the footage thing, all these reviews out there, seeing uh, the positive reaction has got me having FOMO. On this, but I I know come <laughs> early December I gotta spend at least one hundred forty dollars on Midnight Suns and Need for Speed Unbound, which are like my two uh, games I'm looking. I actually for the most I actually right
0: pre-ordered that uh, Need for Speed un- uh, Unbound because I, I I'm a Need for Speed fan and yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you, I know a lot of people didn't like like the uh, uh, like the anime look. I I bought it just because it does look like anime.
1: Yeah, it's it's f- refreshing. It's different, right? And oh my gosh, the trailers like. The car customization, the amount of customization you're gonna be able to do and stuff in this game, it's bringing me back to those underground vibes. Most Wanted is my so.
0: favorite. That was the Xbox 360 launch. Yeah. I launched on a PlayStation 3 as well, but I played it on the Xbox 360. Still, believe it or not, to this yeah. day, well, I think one of we're gonna, gonna get favorites.
1: A little bit of that flavor in it too, with some of the later trailers we've seen. So, yeah, I'm super pumped for it. It's gonna have a big multiplayer component and stuff like that too, which I'm all about. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And, and the Midnight Suns looks better and better and better. And uh, Marvel
0: Snap has opened my eyes to cards. Dude, I've been playing that bits. every night, brother, for like an hour. It's addicting, right, Boom? It is addicting. <laughs> and my I've guy. only spent $3. I only spent yeah. 3 bucks. That was at the opening season pass. That was 3 bucks. I yeah. bought it. And I play for like an hour, an hour and a half every night. I'm sitting on the couch. with Mrs. Boom and I were watching TV, whatever. And I'm there just playing awake yeah don't sleep on that i wish i would come to console
1: <laughs> yeah me too I, i'm <laughs> wondering you know if that is going to be start to become a trend a little bit more maybe after abk deal gets done with microsoft they can start bringing some of their king's mobile stuff to consoles but like yeah the fact that that game is on pc may, maybe it gives me a slight hope right uh that that could happen yeah. one day mm-hmm. uh, i think it would have a huge audience though if it did because it's freaking awesome
0: yeah, absolutely. But listen, uh, great stuff, as always. We can, we are, we have a lot to get into here. Uh, Daniel McGee, what's going on, brother? How you feeling? And uh, we got some news, maybe, you want to share that the project, <laughs> the secret project you've been working on is nearly complete.
2: It's so, well, complete might be a strong word. The first episode <laughs> of it, though, uh, I'm hoping to put up tomorrow maybe the next day depending on how long it takes to to upload it's it's kind of a long one uh but uh i, I guess now is as good a time as any to to uh, announce it sure. uh, so over the last uh, what probably like year off and on uh me and some friends of mine have been uh completely rewriting our own version of the dc extended universe okay uh so i have about, I want to say 12 films scripted out and all that stuff. I love it. full casting and we talk about it. They're going to be fairly long episodes I think. Um, But so it's a a whole new sort of genre video that I'm uh, about to start putting up on the channel. Of course, we're still going to be doing a lot of video game stuff. That's the bread and butter and my biggest passion. So that's still going to be there. Um, But it's uh, I'm really excited to get started on it. I've been (laughs) Doing a, a lot of research for it that I was never expecting how to, to have to do, like uh, you know, obviously there's been like, oh, I should watch these older superhero movies again to see what those are like, but also things like I should look into how like criminal psychology works, or like what a DA is, or <laughs> like mythology. If I'm doing that's Wonder awesome, movie. dude. So it's been it's been uh, a lot of work, which has uh, been the sort of the 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 byline of my life lately, because I also work in retail, and it is November, so <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, that's where I'm at.
0: <laughs> well, listen, dude, I, I can't wait to see it. Uh, if If I may say so, two things: one, to Mavs' point earlier, he said there was a lot of channels out there to do one on ones. Uh, I got to give him a shout out because if I didn't, I feel I feel like a heel. Uh, Web Dave has an incredible one-on-one show where i started out uh he started out working doing these things i think I was one of his first guests and he has interviewed some of the biggest in our circles uh and if you definitely want, you definitely if you like the one-on-one content if you want to know about the man or woman behind the microphone definitely go check out web dave but more so to daniel's point he makes some of the best long content that I've ever listened to. Like he goes into such utter detail that you 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 look at the number and you say, "Oh wow, this this video is 31 minutes." And you're like, oh, "I don't know." Trust me when I tell you, you will come out educated after that 31 minutes. Good work as always, Daniel. Looking forward to seeing this because I mean, I, I'm a Marvel stan, <laughs> but I want to see the DC uh, uh, succeed. But more so now that James Gunn is going to be the Kevin Feige, if you will, of DC. Who's to say that we don't get a Marvel versus DC at some point? Yes! That yeah, is what I I'm mean, talking about.
2: It's it's really a shame that DC has been kind of standing on their balls for the last decade or so. You know, because it's like... it's the, DC has so many, you know, possibilities and things that they could do, and they just haven't really nailed most if any of what they've been trying to do like you know there's been some good moments of course but uh i really hope that with james gunn being in charge now they can sort of rival the mcu in a way that forces the mcu to get more creative and maybe start some you know do some weird side projects you know do something different do something more fun uh because just like with xbox and playstation competition is the best thing for the consumer
0: it so. absolutely is good stuff for sure. Uh, Infinite Umbra, what's going on, brother? Welcome back. How you feeling?
3: Hey, good morning, everybody. Um, I'm feeling good, boom, man. I'm here, ready to chop it up with you guys. I've been playing a bunch of different things, but mostly lately has been God Gotham Knights. Nights. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm I'm level thirty now in it, and uh, cl- well, I Who's would your favorite character? Now. I think Nightwing is my favorite.
0: I'm, you know what, dude? I'm gonna say this. I really like the brutality yeah. of Red Hood. Like, I do like
3: the brutality.
0: Vicious, bro.
3: It was one I did with him where a takedown where somebody was a van behind him, and you sneak and you grab him, and he just grabs the guy by his head and literally just flings him into the the, uh, the van, knocking him out, and his head hits the ground like his body is folded over it. I'm like, sheesh. And then I mean, he has the other one where he pretty much executes the person. So I'm like, this this dude is these non-lethal dead. rounds, huh?
0: All
2: right. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think he's going to be in Gotham Knights too.
3: but all right. But yeah, I'm, I'm loving it, man. It's it's pretty good. I Let me take that back. I would say I'm liking it a lot. I, st- I still don't think, that I still personally believe Arkham City is still the best superhero game.
0: Okay, I hear but, you.
3: But I do like it. I like a lot of things about it that I would like to see uh Rocksteady take I, I suppose and kind of implement if they did another batman game so. yeah
0: no i i absolutely agree yeah it's good stuff i've been playing Gotham nice and playing some sonic uh i haven't been playing much else i'm definitely gonna get in some god of war that's downloaded right oh Rock yeah and Roll. same um yeah i i i, I, I way johnson one says batgirl got cheeks <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah she does Yeah, shout out indeed. to the photo mode in gotham knights it's amazing indeed it's solid
0: it's, it's really good like it's crazy good crazy good but um uh, let's get into uh n64 josh mr tiktok what's going on brother how you feeling
4: what is up so good to be here how you guys doing we're doing good. How are Very you good. doing, brother? Uh, what's what's I mean, been going
0: on with in, 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 your,
4: in your world? In my world? Okay. We've been having some fun. I'm going to PAX Unplugged. Nice, and, dude. Um, PAX
0: is the best, bro.
4: Yeah. So this is all card game stuff, right? Pokemon Company will be there. Magic the Gathering, that kind of thing. And my community has been helping me fund the trip by buying time slots on my stream. So oh, this coming dude, weekend, we're doing great, two, dude. two 12-hour great. streams. You guys control it. uh, $10 buys you 15 minutes. You get to pick, as long as the game's in my library, the garbage I've had to play. Also,
0: (laughs) people do do that on purpose, you know? (laughs) Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah. And then Ring Fit Adventure. So I'm having to exercise on stream. Like... (laughs) <laughs> not, not, yeah yeah you guys get it you get it so i mean listen um, at the end of
0: the day it's going to benefit you <laughs> hell
4: hell yes yeah absolutely like it's it's been it's been great so uh tiktok streams have been like crazy i think we had twenty thousand people come through a stream yesterday so wow, it's just
0: dude, just, just
4: wild yeah so and i'm if you guys aren't following me on tiktok if you could hit that button i appreciate it because i'm i'm shooting i'm gonna try to hit 100k this month I'm gonna go so hard on that app. I want to see if I can get hundred thousand followers. So,
0: dude, that's um, awesome. Man, well, good. Is- you, you've been putting in the good. You've been putting in the work, uh, and certainly well worth it. Uh, yeah, definitely get it follow uh, uh n64 Josh on TikTok. Let's get him up to that one hundred thousand uh, uh uh milestone, if you will. But listen, folks, let's talk some breaking news. Uh, Idle Sloth, good friend of the program, great friend of the community, Mr. Detective. uh, I I call him Idle uh, Sleuth instead of Idle Sloth. Follow him at Idle Sloth 84 underscore on Twitter. Well... This is what he's got for us today, folks, to open up the show. He literally just sent this minutes ago, and I got to thank him publicly once again. And this is a rumor, folks. Someone found a Bethesda EULA on Steam, and people are speculating it could be a Redfall beta, and that actually might be happening, considering that Arcane has never done a beta before. Um, but they's all, they've also never made a co-op game either now the source comes the way of the store.steampower.com. Uh let's 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 chat this up for a second folks. Uh I'll go first to Mav. Mav, you you're a resident multiplayer guy. Uh, you play not only with people from the community, but you play with your with your homies, with everybody that are on your podcast, you know Pong Soul, Steel Rain, sure. your wife, plenty of other uh uh folks that are in there. Um do you think that uh it would behoove uh, the uh, the team behind Redfall to maybe have a beta, considering that this is going to be drop in drop out co op.
1: Yeah, I just I think it gives a better chance for a be- good launch, which is the most important thing because because of the multiplayer component here, and it's also something that's new for Arcane. Um, I don't believe they've had a like fully cooperative uh, story based game like this before. Um, so. I, whenever you're trying something new and you're you're putting it out, and it's also I got a lot of chance to have some good legs on it because of the multiplayer component. It, you want to have a good launch. The, the worst thing that would happen is if you promoted this co-op experience and all those things, and then you would launch it, and you know, connection issues, server issues, you know, uh, this and that. Um, so with that, with the delay that they had, I'm expecting this to be a super polished experience with launch. But I'm. Su- I'm excited because it just means I get to play a little early, right? I don't know when the beta is going to happen, but you're right. I'm going to be diving in with co-op with with uh, my buddies and stuff, and I know we're going to have a blast with it. So uh, there seems to be this game seems to be bigger and bigger than I've than I think we all originally thought. You know, when the, it was first announced, um, the fact that they even are considering a beta probably speaks to the scope a little bit of the game as well and the ambition behind it because um I think it's an important game for them. Uh kind of a, a new take on a, a genre as well. Like this is a very unique game as well. Cause I I don't think we've really seen a game like this period. To be honest. Like it, it is co-op but like it kind of mixes that horror genre with it mm-hmm. a little bit. Um you can play it solo and still have a blast. Um, but when you play with friends, they got to make sure all that it's going to give good testing for the community, all the balancing issues, like abilities, how they play off of each other and all these different things. So, um, I'm hoping it's not just like a glorified beta and happens like two weeks before launch. You know, I hope they give like plenty of time before the game comes out to where they can uh, actually implement some of the feedback and changes when the release happens.
0: But yeah, I'm excited, man. And I think it's a, I think it's a good idea for sure. Yeah, I, I think it is a good idea because uh, the the one, the last thing you want uh, to do, especially when it comes to Bethesda stuff, is take the chance that something releases uh, and is buggy. Yeah, you you don't yeah. want any of that whatsoever, right? So uh, I I think a beta would be great. Uh, I'm very excited for this game for exactly the point that you just made. It is a different game. It's a game that we. Uh, I mean, listen, I, I I think that if this game hits mad, uh it could invoke many positive feelings that we all got while playing left for dead uh it's something that uh back for blood didn't resonate with me i don't know what it was about back for blood but it just it just didn't hit with me like um left for dead did Uh, and i think that this is a game that uh, has the potential folks to have a lot of legs especially uh, for the multiplayer, if you are someone that goes on the weekends and a Friday night comes and you're out with, you know, you're hanging out and you're, you know, you're you're chatting it up with your buddies and you want to play a game, this is four-player co-op. Uh, it looks to be it's vampires, it's not zombies. You know what I'm saying? Which is great, something yeah. different. Uh, game looks really good. I mean, every time I've seen it so far, it looks even more polished, which makes me believe this is hitting first quarter, uh, 2023. But I'd love to see a, a beta come out. So uh, if it um, hits first quarter, do you think we get it in January? Uh, no nah, nah, I don't think so. No nah, dude I'm I'm th- I'm thi- I'm thinking February or at the latest March like maybe like a March 11th or March 12th somewhere around there first so what first about the beta
1: like jan- January or
0: February for the beta and then March for the game? that's that would actually make sense closer because you you don't want to see a beta too far like i'd hate for them to release the beta in december and then have to leave you know release the game in march i'd love to see the beta hit january that'd be a great way to open up the year for xbox Mm -hmm. let them get their uh feedback on it and then of course use the feedback from the beta all the info they get from there and then uh, and, and prep for release in march i think that's super smart uh gives them about you know a 60 or uh you know gives them about uh 45 days or maybe even 60 days depending on when the release is when the beta is to add those those last minute fixes and i'm sure like anything there's going to be a day one patch ready to rock and roll yeah fix anything that they and did uh, y'all see
1: god of war's patch notes for the, it's uh, pa- the
0: patch notes for god of war are quite lengthy yeah um, I don't think it's I, a bad thing it's
1: like it's just no, interesting it's just you know it's it's, yeah. it's
0: fine you know listen my, my, my I haven't played it it's downloaded I bought the most expensive edition just you know there's not a, a shot at uh at uh at, at you know the developer I, after the experience that I personally had with Horizon and how disappointed I was with uh what happened with that game I'm hoping that's not the case now Digital Foundry did say that they didn't find any real bugs, uh, you know, and that's great if they didn't. Uh, I, 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 we will see in the coming weeks whether or not uh, God of War suffered the same amount of issues that Horizon did. But it's two different studios, um, you know. Listen, I'm expecting a masterpiece. It is getting tens, a ridiculous amount of tens. Um, we'll see, we'll see. But Umbra, let's get your opinion on on the 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 multiplayer aspect of what what really defines Xbox games? Like Xbox is known as the multiplayer um, box, right? Uh, mm-hmm. it's Sony is known as the single-player story-driven box. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what, my, what Microsoft does very well when it comes to multiplayer games is you know, it, putting out new content for people to play with others. Uh, the, we, we, again, this is a rumor, folks. It comes away as Idle salt on Twitter. Uh, it comes the way of Steam, you know. the The internet detectives uh, went out there and found this. Uh, it's it's suggesting, based on the information that has been provided, that uh, a beta could be coming the way of this of this new IP. Are you, what are your thoughts on it getting a beta?
3: I think it'll be great. Uh, I think you know. It seems like we've seen much more of an uptick of uh, news and things like that from Redfall, be it trailers or or just information in general from, from arcane i think is actually plausible uh it might we might see something at the uh, vgas actually i'm thinking it might yeah, be announced it could be announced right after the vgas maybe it goes live or something like that because like you i think the game will probably release around february maybe march so what better time than to release it right in december like that or early january either one i could see happening for sure and i think you know because the speculation is the fun speculation is that is <laughs> had to plug you there, man. Yeah. But the speculation is on it that, you know, well, they've never done a beta before. But, you know, like like I said, it's, they've never done a you know a co-op game like this before either. So what better way to, to test that the networking for that than to have a beta for it? So, yeah, I can actually see that being a thing and I would yeah. welcome it for sure because I really yeah. do want to try it out.
0: Yeah, you know, it's one of those games that's uh when you have a uh, that that's the thing that I I'm I'm starting to notice. Um with a lot of the uh Xbox Studios, uh I mean if you look at playground games, they're making Fable, right? They've never made an open world uh action RPG. They're doing right. that. Uh Arcane, as great as Arcane Studios is, and they haven't hit, I mean they haven't missed yet, right? They're doing a multiplayer co-op game. Uh, you know, we see for the first time that State of K3 is being moved from Unreal and Engine four to five, getting hope, uh, help from the coalition, uh, and they're expanding the world even bigger. Um, it, again, this is just a theory. I'd like to believe that um, they are going to add a single player aspect to it, kind of like Days Gone, but give but still allow for the multiplayer where it's 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 it's, it's you know its bones are so to speak yeah um I well, it's I like, it's like a
3: drop in drop out though right the multiplayer for yes. it the co-op yeah. mm-hmm. that's perfect so, for me
0: yeah yeah so this 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 has this this gets me excited obviously you want games to release that are done you want games to um to uh to when when microsoft see when you what normally when a playstation game is released it invokes confidence because their studios are pretty good right we, we you know it's, it's it's very rare that they miss unfortunately we saw that a couple of times this year uh with horizon uh and we saw that with the gran turismo uh two really they, they were not finished uh, they could have definitely spent more time in the oven and you know they are what they are right uh but god of war is looking to be uh again what we'd expect from playstation what i want to start seeing from xbox uh, specifically when it comes to first parties i i want us to uh i want uh you know it to be for when a game comes out to invoke that confidence oh play! Oh, it's, it's coming out for microsoft yes first party yes it's gonna be great that that's what i can't wait to see and i and i think they're going to deliver and i think 2023 is going to be a big big year for them um let's let's bring in um uh n64 josh josh you also are someone that plays multiplayer. I mean, obviously, the new Halo uh, Winter update drops today. Forge beta drops today. I've been—I—I I can't wait to add to my already twelve days. I'm—I'm uh, I'm definitely going to be playing that. I don't know when I'm going to find the time to play all these games. God damn it! But I'm going <laughs> to give it the old college effort. What are your thoughts on Redfall getting a beta?
4: Hey, I really—I mean, I'm here for it. I think it's great hopefully hopefully it hits right i want this game to hit better than uh better than back for blood like you guys were kind of talking about it uh we we need we need that left for dead style of of game again that like that has a longer tail than than back for blood i know back for blood's still been getting content and stuff but again there was just something about it it just didn't really i don't i don't know if it was just the simplicity of left for dead or what it or what it was so uh it, it will be great getting to go hands on with this game. And, and hopefully not only will the beta, you know, test the servers, all that stuff, but maybe there can be some feedback right off the bat that they can make some tweaks, adjustments, and, uh, help us, help us get a game that we will, uh, we'll be, we'll be wanting to play on those Friday nights. Boom.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, the, the, the more multiplayer games that are of triple a, uh, ilk for Xbox, the better. And, uh, obviously, uh, like I said, it's, it's it's hard to bet against uh, Arcane. Like, I mean, just look at their history of what they've done. They haven't missed yet. Uh, and I have a strong suspicion that this is going to hit for them again. But I like the idea that it's not just going to be a single-player game. Now I, I am going to say selfishly, selfishly because I do like the single-player aspect more than the multiplayer with certain things. Uh, I do like the fact that you can pick this game up. You can play this game as if you are uh, playing in single player, but then of course, if you want to open up to multiplayer, it's there for you. And I, I, I think that's ultra cool. Um, and I, and I like it. I definitely like it. Um, Daniel, let's uh, d- uh let's get to you, brother. Let's get to your opinion on this. Uh, you obviously are someone that d- does his due diligence when it comes to your videos, when it comes to uh, anything that you do. What are your thoughts on seeing Arcane, who is making a multiplayer co-op game for the first time, actually use a beta to its advantage?
2: Uh, I mean, I, I think it makes a lot of sense. I think it's something that they maybe not necessarily need to do, but probably should do. You know, it's there's, there's definitely been some vaguely concerning things about the way that they've been describing the multiplayer, where it's like... Uh, what was it? It was something to the effect of like when somebody jumps into your campaign, they will move the story along for you. But when they go back to their game, like none of that will carry over or something. I don't know if they've rectified that sense. I remember they said something to that effect early on. Uh, and that didn't sound great. <laughs> um, so hopefully, they honestly, I hope they do it the way that Gotham Knights does it, where you can get in. And then when you get to those moments, you can just skip past it um because that's pretty cool uh but it makes a lot of sense for them to do this you know it's like you said it's their first time doing a multiplayer game and while being acquired by xbox and we've seen for multiple studios has allowed them to take more risks with things you know that's why we're getting things like pentiment that's why we're getting things honestly it's probably why we're getting things like even redfall um is it's just you know there's there's a certain line between we're we're more a, a not willing more capable of taking risks uh, and not doing your due diligence. and I feel like getting this beta out and making sure that it runs properly, especially if it's a if it's a beta that's on game pass, which I assume it'll be, you know you'll get a good number of players on it so you'll make sure like, hey, how what's the server size that we need for this to make this not crash at launch hopefully too bad, right or like you know. What do, are there any small tweaks that we can do or get started so that they happen shortly after launch that'll make this uh, run better? Because you know, Arcane is very popular with a very small group of people, right? It's they're they're sort of like a like a cult classic studio in that the, the games that they make review very well, and it seems like the majority of the people who play them really love them, but they've never really sold particularly well, um, and This could be, because of Game Pass and because of the multiplayer aspect, could be the thing that really sort of puts their name on the map, as weird as that sounds, because probably everyone who watches this uh, podcast already knows them very well and most likely likes them if you have. Um, so, But this will probably be the thing that lets them break out to a wider audience. And so it's very important that this game runs as well as it can. And the beta is the most surefire way to guarantee that. I agree.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think it's a big deal. I think everything you said is, is spot on, exactly what we want um, uh, from this game. You want it to hit out of the gate. Uh, having a beta in front of you to fix potential bugs, or at least most of those potential bugs added with a day one patch, would be huge for the game. You want this to hit. You want this, as, again, this is what it's expected, folks, that this is the first big game of 2023 for xbox which again all you have to do is take a step back and look at what their 2023 is you definitely want to hit the ground running especially on what is expected to be the biggest first party onslaught in xbox history think about that for a hot second you know this year most people will admit that is the worst year for first party, and they're not wrong for saying so. And Microsoft is well aware of it. Phil Spencer knows what they were doing. And you know what, to be honest with you, even though we don't have the first party games like Sony, Sony has hit out the, out the. I mean, again, on paper, just on, on pure paper, they have incredible uh, releases this year. Now, some of them didn't hit as well as they would have wanted, especially financially. Uh, that goes for Gran Turismo and Horizon. They both didn't sell very well. Otherwise, Sony would have put the numbers up our nose. And even that's the Last true. of Us Two, uh, Last of Us One remake. We haven't heard any numbers on that. They bundled that, and they bundled Horizon. They, they bundled Horizon. Horizon. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they sure they did. And that's how actually those sneaky bastards. That's how they got <laughs> out of a, a, announcing a, a price increase yeah. in the United States. Because guess what? You couldn't find the console without the game. Yeah, I see what you're doing there uh sneaky sony i, I got a um, question boom for you sure. everybody i mean sorry like, just,
2: you've seen ahead. all the all the god of war bundles being pushed out it's the exact same thing again right mm-hmm. it's, yes i mean of yes, course yes. theoretically <laughs> that game i mean based on the reviews at least is going to be launching in a better state uh but it's it's very much that thing where it's like y'all couldn't get playstations on the shelf for for this whole time but now the god of war is out here so here they are right <laughs> like seems I, I think though a God of War will perform just better overall than the right. sure, To be yeah. fair,
0: Tony Santa yeah. Monicas—they're just—they're like wizards over there, man. You yeah. cannot argue what they do over there. They're just great.
3: They are. But the question was this, and Miles brought it up. Boom! You may have seen that tweet. So just thinking about what you were saying about Microsoft's, uh, you know, Xbox's uh, 2023 and Redfall possibly hitting like let's say February, like we said, right? February, or March. Do you all think that what we have seen so far? listed of what we're getting in 2023 is enough because i have a feeling like we need one maybe one more triple a game added they to do
0: the, the the second half is going to be important actually we're not talking about it today that's a great point i'm actually going to let you lead on that conversation i'm going to write up that topic for a future show because um my thing is this my 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 biggest complaint about microsoft isn't that they don't deliver um they delivered for me as a fan so i got no complaints. Uh, my problem, and I think they're aware of this, is that sometimes with the releases that they do, they jam a six-month block and forget there's another half of the year. That could very well be a problem in 2023. I think that we get Hellblade next year. I really, really have a strong suspicion it's going to be that, but it's also going to be one other one. I think that we get three major hits that we all know are coming. You got Red Fool, you got Motorsport, and you got Starfield. That's, that's your first six months. I think the second six months is Hellblade and potentially one other one. Um, Compulsion's game, which we've only heard about, is supposed to be a Bioshock meets Uncharted in a fantasy section, a uh, 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 setting. Uh, it's supposed to be third person. Um, so, you know, we haven't heard much about it. They've been working on it for years. Maybe we get that next year. maybe that's the second half. Hellblade and a new and again, Hellblade is a sequel, which is awesome and a new i p from uh, from compulsion. I think that if you if you were to finish off your year along with all of your your second party uh deals as well as all the games coming to Xbox game Pass. my God, that is yeah. an incredible well, two
1: out of the memory. three games we're getting next year at least two out of the three big ones forza uh, Redfall and starfield were originally announced for 2022 correct that would have left only potentially forza which we all assumed was going to be 2022 as well so they had to have had some plans for 2023 the question is what is that and i'll also add to that real quick i don't try to blow up the conversation too much but uh by the time holiday 2023 comes around that abk deal is going to be done supposedly oh dude hundred percent. So that could also add a lot. I know that the game's been in development before the acquisition or whatever, but uh, you're talking about other things that could hit Game Pass because of that deal, which uh, in turn still has that same effect. Um, You can add Diablo to that list, which right now is rumored to April again. Yeah, we talk about that
0: that tomorrow night, and that's going to be the first big Game Pass uh, drop for ABK once that deal is done. That's uh, April 2023. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That that's good stuff. I mean, listen, I I love that you added to the conversation, Mag. I mean, I'm, uh, Mav. You you are obviously a host, so you know what you're doing. Uh, but good (laughs) stuff, ladies and gentlemen. We got to move on to the next topic. This one I was gonna say for the end, but I can't. I have to. I have to talk about this. I know everyone on the panel is excited to talk about this. I know everyone in the chat is excited to talk about this. But I do have to catch up on the super chats. There's been a couple of big ones uh drawn tj drops not one but two five dollar super chats and the first one he says morning boom and panel have you guys played forge yet nah brother i, I haven't had a chance to do shit today today's just one of those busy days i've been busy since i got up i'm gonna play this weekend for sure and he also says after dropping an additional and very generous five dollar super chat fire panel well thank you so much for that um Shout out to Outbreak Podcast. Web Dave, my very good brother. He drops a two dollar super chat. And he says, Thanks, Boom, for the shout out. Amazing panel, all. Uh, thank you so much for that. And we also just had a big bomb super chat drop in here from let me just let me just see it. Uh, here we go. It is from Hey Bilkin, who drops a very generous $20 super chat and says, Boo, are you excited to jump into Halo Infinite winter update coming today? Yes, I freaking am. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna put down the cape and cowl because I have to add to the 12 days I already have in Halo Infinite. Uh, and I want to make my Spartan I, I really do like I like look, I, I I'm not trying to put myself on a pedestal. My Spartan looks so goddamn good. I don't know if I want to change the armor, but I, I think I'm gonna have to. Uh, but shout out. For, the, uh, for you, brother, for the very generous uh, 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 super chat, but of course, thank you for always... Uh, say, say, what do I say? Um, okay, so it's Blinken, not bilkin. Yep, thank you very much for that. Sorry about that. My old man eyes. <laughs> yeah, that update's right, folks, releasing listen. in 20
1: minutes, supposedly, so... yeah, yeah
0: Yes. Well, yeah. listen, let, let, let's talk. Let's talk about what happened yesterday, folks. Uh, Gears of War has been announced officially to be filming and produced by Netflix. Here is the press release from both Netflix and Rod Ferguson. I think you know who Rod Ferguson is. He's currently working on Diablo 4, but he was the spearheader over at Epic Games before the coalition even was founded, and he is the father, considered or many by the father, of Gears of War. Here's what Netflix had to say. Gears of War released 16 years ago, Today. And to mark that occasion, Netflix has partnered with the coalition to adapt the Gears of War video game saga into an action, a live action feature film, followed by an adult animated series with the potential for more stories to follow. I'm getting goosebumps, guys, maybe because I'm a big nerd, but here is what Mr. Rod Ferguson had to say. And we love, I met him in person. That dude is aces. I met him at uh, E3 uh, 2019 at FanFest. Can I tell you, he is as real as, uh, like you see him in an interview and he's fun and he's bubbly. That's the dude I met. Rod Ferguson is aces when I tell you. Here's what he had to say. Can't believe it's been 16 years since the release of Gears of War on Emergence Day. It was the game I left Microsoft to go and make, and I couldn't be prouder of what that small team achieved. Congrats to everyone at the coalition on today's Netflix News, Third Times a Charm. Hashtag cast Dave Batista. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you also, man, I mean, you got you gotta if, if you if they don't tap um, Terry Crews for Coltrane, the world sucks. I'm gonna tell you that right now, but listen, let's break this down, Josh. I want to go to you first, brother. Uh, are you there, sir? Right here, baby. Let's talk gears. Let's talk gears of war. The I film love gears of war. The, the the film has officially been announced. We've been waiting for this announcement for years. Uh, uh, gaming, uh, you know, gaming is is has grown to a level where it's no longer just a game. Uh, A game comes out and many people want an animated series or a film or toys or models or posters or, uh, you know, transmedia, as they call it. And I think that there is no better IP. It's almost it's almost dastardly that it hasn't happened as of yet. Uh, What are your thoughts on the announcement, the official announcement from Netflix that they're partnering with the coalition and they're going to be working hand in hand, meaning that this film shouldn't come out like a shitbox Resident Evil film that has come out before <laughs> it, where they have these monsters that look that don't look like they're from the game, and any yeah. of the characters. This 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 has the potential to reinvigor a, a long a long in the tooth IP, considering that they're working on Gear Six. This would be big. What are your thoughts?
4: Yes, keep Paul Anderson away from Gears of War. That's where I'm going to start.
0: Right? (laughs) Thank you. Yes. No. (laughs) Do not use Paul Anderson for anything because, my God, he does things that just are head scratchers. Yeah. Alien vs Predator. You Uh, evolve. No. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It.
4: uh, Yeah. Keep him away. Keep him away from it. And uh, I mean. I don't know if you guys remember, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take us back a little bit to like when Gears of War first launched, the the Mad World trailer, like there
0: people still talk about that. There's a matter of fact, Ben Kenobi who's redoing the artwork, actually said he said it still gives him emotional feelings.
4: Absolutely, like like chills, right? Like it's just if if you if they can create a film that captures what you see in that trailer. They, they've got pure gold hearing that Netflix is behind it makes me a little bit nervous. Cause I, I mean, Netflix has like one good show, stranger things. And other than that, like I, the witcher to me is kind of corny, okay. honestly, like I know I it's the, the storylines and stuff are there, but a lot of like the, the, I, I don't know. It doesn't really pull me in. And now that Cavill's gone, it's just kind of like, is there anything left to this show? So I'm a little nervous. The fact that it's Netflix, right? Hopefully, hopefully they can, they can get it. We just saw, we just saw uh, Paramount kind of fumble the ball with Halo. So it's, it, it's, it, it's, it's such a beloved IP, especially for me that I really hope it's handled correctly because
0: I want. It's all about I, the director, bro. It's all about who they're going to bring into direct uh, and whether or not. um whether or not they, they, they're they willing to stick, because like I said, they, they need to stick. I don't care if the story of Emergence Day is told again uh, in a film and then you open it up to new stories or potentially new events that we didn't see happen in the game. That's fine. I don't want to see anything changed uh, in regards to the lore uh, to tell this the story. It, it's got to be about Emergence Day. It's got to be about how uh, these characters came to be, who they were before. And the casting is going to be big. Uh, I, I think B- Batista, just based on fan casting, yes, is in true. like Flynn. Everybody wants he hell he wants to play Marcus Phoenix, uh, and I think they can make him look perfect. Uh, He's a big enough dude. Uh, I think that Terry Crews is another one that fills the fills the boots of Coltrane. Which I mean, the the, act, the voice actor that does Coltrane, he's no small man. That's a big that's a big old man right there. So right. maybe they could. They can cast him, and I, I, who cares? I mean, wouldn't that be pretty cool if the man that voiced Coltrane is actually playing him Lester
3: Spite, right? That's yes, his name. yes, yeah.
0: yes. I would love it.
3: The only um, issue with Lester, Lester playing as him is that he's older now.
0: Yeah, he's up there, but you know what? They could do the, the and stuff. You know what I'm saying? They could spend uh, some money. I <laughs> mean, does it just I, well. There's another the, way
3: to go about it. They can use him for the animated voiceover. They could
0: use him for the animated, yes.
3: <laughs> Bellantyne. How do you say it, Bellantone in the comments and chat says Steven Segal is available?
4: <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's get him.
3: it. It looks like
4: I pushed a few buttons with my with my take on Netflix, and I apologize. There's just nothing, there's very
0: little, from- no, but you know what though, dude? It's okay. It's okay to have a different opinion because yeah. content is a subjective thing, it's like comics right. yeah. I may you, you like for instance the amazon animated series um, invincible i never watched it i heard it was supposed to be the greatest thing since sliced bread it's just i never was a fan of that that comic uh, of the graphic novel and the comic mm. It just wasn't my thing i still haven't watched it i and i've i've read the boys and i i, I watched the boys and i really do like the boys but uh, it's it's subjective you know you know you know my chocolate ice cream may not taste as creamy and delicious as yours you know a your brand but that's life
4: Yeah, it uh, to me, there's just nothing like my time is too precious. And if something comes off a bit corny or it doesn't grab me right away, I'm
0: out. That's good, but dude, that's but but your time is valuable, brother, and you're a consumer, and you're allowed to have different opinions. Listen, if it's not
4: if it's not on if I'm Gears of War to me, needs to be on par with Game of Thrones,
0: right? If Mm. if Netflix
4: can pull that off, I'm gonna sit and watch it. I'm gonna love it. If it comes off like it needs to be
0: dark, it needs to be gritty, it needs it, to be violent, exactly. it needs to be adult. Yes, yes. Even, I don't think even, they'll
2: get that same level of budget, but otherwise, I think they can do it.
4: And and I, yeah, it probably, I mean, but it's Microsoft, right? So come on, throat. like yes, you know what? Here's a war relevant again through hit. Netflix,
0: like yeah. Well, you know what it is. I, I think a lot of feedback was taken from Halo season one, which I liked. I'm gonna be honest with you. I know that he's master cheeks and he. And, and he, and he you know, slept with the Covenant Lady and all that. Everyone's like, oh, my God, he had sex. It's terrible. I get it. You just went in the shoot shit. I'm right there with you. But that's why that director is not coming back. Uh, the director of season one is not coming back. They took a lot of criticism uh, from what they did with, uh, with a legendary IP. I'm sure that those same mistakes do not want to be invoked into the Netflix series. And Netflix, listen, say what you want. Do they always hit? No, they do not. But this is a, it's a big IP. And I Huge. think that if Microsoft needs to invest some dollars into getting the production, uh, I mean, like like the spot on uh, CG done for where it needs to be and green screen work and everything, they're going to spend the money because what this is going to do is potentially invite new fans, younger fans, into a series that's decades old. And there is a, there is a series coming out. There is, they are working on a Gear 6 So you want to – I mean, the Last of Us uh, series coming out from HBO, that looks like that's going to be masterful. And HBO, Mm -hmm. they very rarely miss – so I would love to see gears hit yeah. uh, on that level, uh, and I agree a thousand percent with John. Uh, I'm
4: gonna I'm gonna leave it with this, but I would love to see The Rock, Jason Momoa. Like I would really love to see some Jesus. of
3: the biggest,
0: Sp- the Spend biggest that guys money, in... brother. Now you're yeah. talking about <laughs> some big Matt, old, old
1: been been No, not The Rock. I'm not I, anybody but The I, Rock. I, I, I just, love want... The Rock, but not I, The Rock. I, I, love I just the, rock, want the dude,
4: biggest just... guys possible in Hollywood. It'll just be a rock
1: show,
0: and. If, if, I get what you're I can hear what you're saying. I'm yeah. just talking,
4: I'm just talking Listen, size-wise I'm gonna be honest like, with you. I know, get some we, big I know guys. Too,
0: Johnson gets a lot of things. Oh, tell me how cool this would be. It may be cheesy, but remember, I'm an old man. I would love him to chainsaw somebody and then give you to rock people's eyebrow. That, that's what I would like. <laughs>
4: I've destroyed chat. I'm so sorry. This is my last show. Bye, everybody.
0: <laughs> the chat is upset with you, I love man. It. Like, no. No, don't get upset at Josh. We want him to come back. Stop <laughs> it. Um, uh, Umber, let's let's bring you in on the conversation. This is this is one of those topics I'm having so much fun with. Dude, I'm so excited for this. I know that it's not a game. I know people, but like, oh, you know, you should be it. Listen, it's gaming, it's a Gears of War film. We've been waiting what seems like almost a decade, like for this, right? We've been waiting so long for this. Um, what, what What do you think? Are you excited to see what they bring to the big screen? Extremely
3: excited. I, me personally, I'm more excited for the animated versus the live action because I think you got just so much more leeway with animated. And if they actually take it R-rated and get pro- a proper quality house on it, uh, animated house, studio on it. Mm. it could be spectacular and i mean go hire that,
0: the people that did that cyberpunk one.
3: Oh man i wouldn't be against it i wouldn't <laughs> yes. be against it they would have you to guys, change up the art umbra, style umbra yeah.
4: i have to interrupt you just for a second but chat is saying they need to bring arnold and all... look expendables 4 just bring all the <laughs> yeah. dinosaurs back yeah Expendables the Four is gonna be
0: dope i'm sorry man did you see that <laughs> screenshot that i posted from uh from the from the actual uh making of the film oh my 80s god 80s and I, 90s action stars huh man i'm sorry i'm
4: sorry but chat's just got me right now so oh yeah they're (laughs) hating you right now
3: but yeah like my thing is even if you went that that direction use all those stars that's the that's the beauty of the animated project like you can do so much more with that versus live action i mean and the budget doesn't have to be astronomical either that's the that's another beauty of it so i'm looking forward to that and again they can get the original voice actors from the game to do the, the the show it just makes perfect sense. And it, I think more people will gravitate toward that than they would the live action, just because it's the people, the voices we know. Uh, but as far as the live action, yeah, I don't want The Rock in there. I'm, I love The Rock, old Dwayne, but nah, I don't want it. And somebody, I think they what fan cast him as what? Dumb? I can't even see him as dumb. Can you see him as dumb?
1: If he, that he, if he was in it, he would be Marcus. Because if he was in it, him. he would
2: be The Rock because he can't <laughs> act as anything other than The Rock.
3: The Rock says <laughs> he
1: can have a, let can let have a one episode down. cameo. That's yeah. it, you well, know, just really like be some random guy. Yeah, no,
0: you know what's funny? It. You know what they could do for, for shits and giggles? Like, if you ever know when, they, when they're making these Star Wars films, right? They have a bunch of stormtroopers on there. And Tom Cruise was this one. He don't say nothing. He gets no credit for it. This one. Because, listen, I would I would take, I would, Star Wars, if you're listening. I saw in, in, saw Star Wars in, in the theaters. That's how old I am. 1977. In the theater with my parents. I would kill to be a stormtrooper. No, I'll do it for free. I'll pay you to allow me to be a stormtrooper. They could do that. With the, with, with the uh, you know, with, with the, um, the Carmines. Have, like, a Carmine mask on, you know, gets killed, whatever. Because, you know, the Carmines, they, they're known for dying. Uh,
3: All except the Chad. Uh, uh, Benjamin, Eric the Red I, 06 well, says,
0: Rick Flair from Marcus is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I love that. That's good stuff. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so continue. Continue on, bro.
3: Yeah, no, I was just saying, like, which was the Carmine that actually lived? Not Benjamin. Which one was it? Clayton. It, Clayton. That's mm-hmm. who it was. Chad Clayton with the tattoo. grow up killer. He had yeah. some big
0: arms, that dude. That he guy did. was a monster.
3: I was so pleased by that, by the way. You know they had us vote on it to... If we let the other brother live or not,
0: I voted for him to live. Yeah, I, I, vo- I was one of the live votes. Yes, I'm
3: like, come on, let him be our private, <laughs> our saving private Ryan moment right here. Let this
2: brother. Based live. on the way he looked, I think every vote went directly into his biceps. So. <laughs>
3: yeah, I was, I was happy to see that man. And you saw him squishing the squishing the grub's head with his bare hands. I'm like, this dude is a monster. But yeah, I'm, I'm I think the animated will work just so much better. And then we talk about budget constraints. Like I said, they can put in a good four million on the budget as far as the animated and get a spectacularly animated show hell you know they can even go with the house that did castlevania by the way danny now that i think about it um i mean so many they had a lot of options when it comes to that and again get the voice original voice actors that we know and love you can't go wrong i mean i agree
0: yeah I agree. yeah
3: but live action i don't know Is to me i feel like you'd have to go after a few i know you have to get some li- like big stars i just don't want people like the rock and them showing up in that Because, like Danny said, and I love The Rock, but he's going to be The Rock no matter what in that movie. Uh, And I don't see him as dumb, and that will probably feel a little silly saying as dumb as Hispanic. I don't want The Rock trying to portray being Hispanic. And uh, although I know they won't really touch on that, it's just like, okay, why? Um,
0: No, no. I I think you're onto something, honestly. uh, So, so a a movie could be could win or lose literally before filming starts with its casting.
2: Like Mm -hmm. casting
0: needs to be done and be on par to what the this 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 has to be done uh with the fans in mind honestly i I hope that's what they do i think they're going to take all the feedback from it um you know i mean listen you look what happened with the sonic film i I have a strong suspicion that uh and again this is this is just my opinion i i love Pratt, but i don't like him as mario I I think that was a uh, first of all. They have Mario, the original voice actor, voicing another character in a Super Mario film. I think that is awful. Yeah, Uh, he should have, he should have, he should have did the voice. I like I said, Chris Pratt is great. I love that dude. I think he's a speaking of
3: him. You know, Cliffy B said he didn't want him in a movie, right? What in what, what, what film? Cliffy B oh, he said, he said, please do not cl- cast Chris Pratt into uh into gears. Uh, yeah, oh, <laughs> I, I didn't even <laughs> see that.
0: Yeah, oh my god, so good.
3: Although he would honestly work as Beard,
2: being honest, y'all, y'all didn't like how he said, Mushroom Kingdom, here I come. <laughs> y'all didn't like that? That yeah. didn't do it for you, yeah, yeah, yeah it, it, didn't, it, it just it did. Really so, the palette, I, may, maybe
0: the fans will uh will force them to delay the film and have the real Mario uh step forward and do the voice but again that's I, I think I think you're right I think the casting is incredibly important uh before we get over to uh Mav on this uh let's uh, let's let's bring in um let me just catch up with some of the super chats been quite a few of them uh let's see let me go to the private chat uh let's see Okay, um, Okay. so Drawing TJ drops an additional $5 Super Chat and says, Umbra and King David need to be in the same movie. I like that idea. Hell yeah, that's all right. I could take an, an Umbra and King David film. Sign I me like up. That. Um, but, uh, good stuff. Thank you for the generosity. Raiden Blade has been a member of the channel for one year. Thank you so much for that. He drops a two-pound Super Chat and says, Boom, Invisible uh, is a must-watch. Um, uh, ha- hashtag S2 um netflix hurry up yeah i i agree I, i'm I'm gonna check out invincible i have all i've heard is amazing things about that uh, about that anime uh raiden blade drops an additional two pounds super chat and says if i if i okay if anyone uh sees uh swallowed star anime uh that tech for gears okay i'm gonna check that out swallowed star okay i'm gonna check it out for sure um and uh okay so we're up to date let man let's get your opinion on this brother where where do you fall on the importance of this announcement from yesterday i mean are you as hype as i am oh yeah this is a big deal um it's like xbox is forming the xcu
1: now cuz they have so many mm-hmm. different projects going uh beyond halo and gears now they have also some more uh i was actually was fallout show coming out from you have, amazon you fallout and you, you, there's a minecraft thing and there's also a grounded thing as well so um there's a there's a lot going on there and i'd like to see it i personally would love to see even more you know uh, they, i think they got so many good ips and stuff that they could do stuff with i was I, on our show last night i was calling for a perfect dark show i would oh, love that nice. yeah uh but besides that though speaking of this i was actually happy when i saw it was netflix because netflix for me has been on a roll lately uh if especially this like uh, fall season it's been absolutely amazing. Like Dahmer, it, it was crazy. Uh, you had The Watcher was really good. Yeah. Um, look what Edge Runners did for Cyberpunk. Yes. Right? And I think investment with uh, games becoming IP for movies and uh, TV shows is going to keep increasing. And it seems like Netflix is all in on this, announcing already that there's going to be a movie and an animated show. And they also added to the fact, and possibly more stories, in the future so like if these are successful they're they're definitely all behind it so i think they're going to do the uh do the work to make sure this is successful and i think it's got to be hardcore it's got to be rated r you got to see got to see chainsaws ripping bodies in half and stuff you know um i hope there's a lot of practical effects mixed with cg not just like cg because you have a lot of opportunities with the locusts and stuff to do some really amazing stuff um which they've done a great job with like stranger things uh with that as well uh, Vecna, if you saw the last episode of Stranger Things, it looked absolutely awesome. It was all real makeup and and, and stuff. But then they also have a lot of CG in that show. So there's a lot of potential here. Um, Casting is important. I don't necessarily need the big names for the casting. I think you maybe pull in like one as like semi-big name just to kind of get some uh, excitement around or or buzz around it. But I think the casting is more important. And if you go back and look at like the Game of Thrones reference, right? Nobody knew who any of those people were before Game of Thrones existed. Right? Indeed, that's a
0: that great, great so, point, dude. And now great they're point. all like
1: superstars, you know? So you can, I think the most important thing is getting the right fit for the character. Uh, these are characters that people already know and love or are used to watching in some way. So there's a, there's a certain level of expectation. So uh, what I would hope is, what they do is they go and they go for kind of retelling retri- the story, uh, the trilogy, uh, the original Gears games uh but in a new way i really captured the characters and i'll say the most important casting is dom it's not marcus it's not coltrane the most important casting is dom because especially in gears 2 like he brought a lot of the heart and he brought a lot he brought he brought a lot is it was so it was so important to the story that they were telling right uh but then you have opportunity for the locust and everything some fun castings in there as well Ah, uh, people. Yesterday were saying Josh Brolin could be
0: like General Ram or something like. Oh, that. Oh, dude, be, I love that uh, cast. Oh my it, god, that's it, awesome.
1: You could do some uh, amazing, fun things there. So, I uh, I'm really excited for it. Um, I agree with um, Umbra and the voice actors to, for the animated show because that would be that would be really cool to see them do their roles. And uh, what I w- would kind of love to see, like I have this vision of gears. Cause I think there's so much opportunity with gears to keep it extended and keep going and going season after season, tell these big stories. Uh, I want to see the movies be big moment type events and then have the animated series tell like a longer story. Right. Uh kind of like if you look at what star Wars has done back in the day with like the attack of the clones and, and uh, all those different things, uh, they build in the gaps using the animated shows. Right. So I think there's some cool opportunities there, man. I, I just hope they're they go all they go all out they go rated R, and uh, I think Netflix is a good partner right now because they have recently, if you've been seeing a lot of their content, have not been shy uh, about about doing that for the for the right for the right shows. So, uh, dude, it's going to be a big deal if this hits for Microsoft and the Halo show. has a good season two. You know, you got these other shows kicking off the fallout show which we saw like a first like sneak peek image of that which looks like oh my gosh that was that, that like, actually looks re- really good it, dude. fallout vibes all over the place right so um i think it gets it, them more interested in potentially owning their own studio at some point and i would say wb discovery i know you're gonna go to go to universal is what the rumors are get that abk deal that's next
0: year supposedly yeah Mm -hmm. get that
1: abk deal done so you can put in your bid before that happens microsoft because you could get the h you could get these shows on hbo and have those uh, it'd just be a perfect fit for a lot of this stuff well it would would be easier
0: for Mm. them to pass that deal through because they don't have a publishing studio you know they they don't have any kind of a take into the uh into film so it actually would work out for them that's why you see all these different
1: deals i think they got like fallouts on prime i think you got uh i think grounded's on netflix and also this is on netflix when you got Mm -hmm. showtime did the halo deal which they'd signed years ago um and then went to paramount and then went to ended up going to paramount because of showtime i guess that was their decision i'm not exactly sure there but uh overall like it's a lot of investment and it's not just for microsoft sony's doing this too uh you know they got the uh last of us and and other stuff coming as well so um it's it's a big time thing right now mario movies sonics movies successful it's not the day and age where the movies we used to get back in the day you know for games you know or it's like oh this is gonna be another failure it's gonna be another failure right another failure it's like there's a lot of hype and excitement and as comics were the original source uh like 20 years ago to start really ramping up uh new content and the in theaters and um for a lot of these uh, streaming services now still focus on a lot of that stuff now it's games are becoming a big source of it um i actually prefer the show format uh for live action stuff as well a lot of times so i would hope eventually there could be a gears of War show um just because i i like with the streaming platforms how you can have these long form stories told it's like watching an eight hour movie right like big budget movie now it's not just like Going and watching like a sitcom, like we did back in the day, right? So, uh maybe if it's successful, we could get some of that as well. But yeah, dude, I, that's, I'm high. That's hyped why
3: math. I think that the animated would work best for the long form because you can yeah. get the voice actor cast for that. Yeah, you know, my fear. Aging.
1: Animated is gonna be these little short, twenty minute, like short things that aren't gonna really go all in depth. That that would be my yeah. fear, right? Like I, I hope they go all out and do big budget, like go go for it with the animated as well. Mm-hmm. Um and like edge runners again i think set the mold for that like an agree. example yep. of what they could do or what what how it successful it could be and i think it also i'm gonna assume this is gonna fall in line potentially with a gear 6 release or maybe a, a phoenix collection type release or something like that and i think this could do for gears the game what edge runners did for cyberpunk
3: well mav let me ask you one question who would you cast as Marcus? Now I know you said that Dom is probably the most important. I kind of agree with you there. I see what you mean by that. But yeah. who would you cast as 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 uh, Marcus?
1: There's a there's uh, we were talking about this yesterday, and there's there's a lot of different actors. Uh, and I kind of like when I think about the actors, like Bautista is great, right? And I the thing about him I love the most is that he actually wants to play the role, and he's a fan, and that's important to me. Uh, that's why Henry uh, Cavill works so good as the Witcher, right? Because he was a fan and. He he wanted the True. role because he loved the character and he took a lot of inspiration. The one thing that in my back of my mind about Batista is his his delivery on his voice and stuff doesn't really have that like grit and stuff. He's great as Drax, mm-hmm. but Marcus has this like you know like voice like yeah. So yeah. I I kind of I want that attitude from Marcus and I don't know 100 percent if Batista can deliver that um, or not. Maybe he can. You know he's he's proven to be. A pretty solid actor uh there's different actors that kind of have some of that like i saw in the chat people saying like carl urban uh could be pretty cool or uh there's another actor's name is joe Manganiello. i think just kind of has that look and a grit to him as well how about bill Goldberg would be good for old Carmine.
3: <laughs> yeah. He Goldberg would be,
1: would be for, he would be a good yeah, old Carmine. When, when I was oh my playing God, the, yes. the new Gears games, that's like Goldberg on a screen on the screen, man. I was like, is that Goldberg?
3: Did they get Goldberg in the game?
1: I I've right? okay,
2: nothing but wrestlers. No, I'm WWE. telling you,
3: get WWE involved. <laughs> like, let's do it. Yeah. I agree with you 100 on Joe. By the way, Joe, Man- how do you say it, Manginella? I,
1: I think it's Manginella. I think that's how you pronounce it. But he yeah. he just has the look. He has the he he has the grit in in his voice and everything. I think he could deliver. Yeah, Marcus. Actually,
3: he actually looks a lot like Marcus, like a yeah. slimmer version in the face. But he looks like him a yeah, lot. Yeah, and,
1: and all these guys got to get jacked up, you know, yeah. for this. I mean, you know, have y'all seen the? the there's an the image going around of like Zac Efron or something the other day for like a movie. This dude is like. The Hulk now. He's like so insanely ripped. These the stuff that these actors are able to do and how they can change their bodies,
0: like well, I mean, when you like have crazy. money and you have trainers and yes, you have it's all uh, that. people to make your food and stuff like that for you. So you're eating well mm-hmm. and you're you know what I'm saying? When you have that available to you, it's much easier to be that in shape. Not taking anything away from what they what they do, but when you have that available to you, it's it's just much easier.
1: Yeah. I, I, I want them to look like cartoon characters, but live action form. I want them to be that jacked.
0: <laughs> I want them to be
1: like their veins listen. popping out of their necks. Like I'm a, here for. I don't it. know, man. I'm here for I, it, it just looks. I just would be a blast uh, to see that uh, on screen. Uh, you just got to get the actors that can pull that off and
0: have that attitude.
1: Because uh, well, what would be, it would suck if we see all these like skinny little no, like the regular people could be skinny. You know?
0: not, not not the main character. Main yeah. characters have to look. They like gotta look like.
3: like
1: superhero figures
3: almost
0: yes right exactly screen,
3: you know? yes you know maybe they can put uh put the helmet on uh, zach Effron and have him be uh carmine
0: <laughs> I, listen i got i, 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 I want to see like i said i want to see a lot of these 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 fun casts that they have mm-hmm. with um these um these actors like they, they, they don't even get credit like you know you learn like later on oh so and so is in this what really that yeah they were here oh that's awesome has, um,
4: has anybody so- said ryan reynolds yet
0: listen. I love Ryan Reynolds' as Deadpool, but he's Deadpool. He he I don't know if he I don't know if we can get him into a car mine <laughs> right out. We'll see. I'm done. Um, I'm just
4: waiting for Chat to come at me again. I'll, no, no, go. stop
0: it, stop it. Now, Daniel McGee, let's get your opinion on this, brother. Obviously, you're into films. I mean, you and your buddies rewrote the DCEU for Christ's sake, and we're going <laughs> to we're going to learn all about that soon enough. What are your thoughts on this?
2: Uh, I think you cast all WWE guys. Yes, uh, so, I agree. Uh, yep. It's I'm <laughs> i'm very excited for it i think that there's a lot of potential in the movie i do kind of wish that the show was live action because i I just have always wanted to see more of the gears universe it's it's a really interesting place you know not just with the games with the books there's a lot of depth to that universe um so i would have liked to have seen that in a more live action way but I, i don't necessarily think that netflix has the budget to do it properly at a long-term live action like that um especially since they would probably want to do everything uh practically although i will say uh if they did later gears of war like four and on they could probably reuse a lot of the stuff from stranger things because there's a lot of like gross tentacles and stuff so they could probably get it done um that being said uh i was doing a little bit of a fan cast while you guys were talking uh so I do think Marcus I think Joe Joe Manganiello or whatever I think he's perfect for that right Uh I know that people always want Batista for him but I feel like uh Batista is just not that good of an actor like I'm sorry he uh, famously in WWE he didn't feel comfortable on camera to the point where he either wouldn't talk or he would have to wear like sunglasses so that he wouldn't be have to like look at the person he was talking to because he he's just he's very stage frighty I'm sure that you know he's gotten better about that by being Drax and being in, he was in like the new uh, Blade Runner movie for, I mean, not long, but he did well in it. Like he's yeah, not incapable. I, I just don't necessarily see him as a leading man, uh, but he could come in, you know, cause I feel like you have to have him in there somewhere. Cause everyone's been asking for him for so long. So I think yeah. just make him, make him like tie, right. Have him come in, say some weird spiritual stuff. And then I don't know, maybe off him in season two or whatever it is, or movie two. Right. <laughs> uh Coltrane you know I think Terry Cruz is of course perfect for that uh, everyone's everyone's been saying that and I think I think they're right I do also think that Lester Spike could still do it I don't know uh he doesn't like I looked him up uh, he doesn't look that old and I think if you just instead of making him like a younger athlete you have him be like a retired athlete which is not that big of a twist uh I think that would be fine. yeah, yeah I, I think, think people, people can get away with that, I think that people yeah people would be fine with it for it to be the guy who is Coltrane <laughs> like he played Coltrane in the commercials. So like the, what was it? The locust O's. What was it? cereal Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or, what was that one called? Here's the Ge- of war. Was that it? <laughs> uh, for, for Dom, Uh, I feel like, so he's going to be like the emotional core of the, of the movie. If it's any of the first two. Right. So I, I feel like that's where you spend the big money on an actor. And I think you just get Oscar Isaac. I don't know if he's built enough for it, but just like, you know, have him work out or just have him not be that buff. Dom is like a commando. He doesn't necessarily need to have 24 inch pythons or whatever. Like just give him a <laughs> knife and a gun. He'll be fine. Uh, and for Baird, I, I honestly, I couldn't think of anything. I, I kept circling around the drain of John Cena, uh, but I don't know if, he, I don't know if that would work. Cause I, I, with the other casting, cause I don't want Baird to be the really buff one of the group uh because that's weird he's he's uh,
0: definitely the smaller one of the four yeah uh, so i was thinking you know, like i feel like you just cast
2: a comedian Coltrait, for it yeah. i don't know who i i ended up going with adam devine i don't think that that's the best choice but that's just the one i was on i was on a time crunch so i picked a man who kind of looked the part <laughs> and who i thought stuff. Would be sean part.
0: in the chat says 24 inch python pause <laughs>
2: <laughs> well hey hey, hey. You'll need to watch more wrestling. That's all I'm saying. Hulk Hogan had those pythons out every day. And it was PG. Oh
0: my god, I love it! I love it. This is this has been this has been a, this has definitely been a fun topic. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Got to catch yeah. this. One.
2: Oh, uh, my favorite thing. Yeah, yeah, right, sorry, Just one more thing on. that I want to throw out there. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, I saw a tweet whenever this was announced where uh, Austin Creed, who uh, is Xavier Woods in in WWE. Uh, he was like, hey, me and Big E and Kofi are in the most recent Gears of War game. We should be in the movie. And I was like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Get him yeah. in there. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. Listen, I,
0: I, 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 I love the WWE cast, sort of the AEW, which, by the way, not a topic, but the AEW game uh, is being, con- uh, uh, not, not only is it coming out, uh, it's being con- uh, con- uh, compared to No Mercy, On the N64, if anyone remembers that, that was a great game. Classic. Um, You have my attention. And it's coming into Xbox (laughs) Game Pass day and date.
1: Is that a a rumor or is that confirmed? Because that's that's, all the rumors. That's That's confirmed. Is it? Wow. It it started as a rumor
2: and it got confirmed like the next day. Yep. Uh, It's very exciting. AEW is great. They've they've been having some problems recently because CM Punk turned out to be a butthole, just like uh, everyone from Chicago, Umbra. Uh, Wow. (laughs) You know.
0: I don't even know where they came. I mean, you, 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 can, you, you attacked poor Umbra live on the air. Oh, that's, true. that's true. I see another that's, lawsuit. No. Umbra, be
2: your Umbra was a casualty on. in my attack of Chicago is what really <laughs> happened. The Windy City. It's okay. We'll hear about it for weeks. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Chicago's fine. Uh um, but they have they have a great roster that game uh from what we've seen does not look necessarily amazing it's the, i think it's the people who did the really bad WWE game i think or, or no the people who did the old WWE game is are doing AEW Fight Forever yeah. but yeah, they were doing was- like they're trying to make it more like some of the old school wrestling games and so they've done this weird art style that i don't know necessarily works for some of it uh it being on game pass is probably the best thing that people are going to say about it unfortunately <laughs>
0: but well i mean uh, listen at, at at this point we we you know it's only time is going to tell right we will um you know it's it's it we 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 we'll, we'll see what happens hopefully they can get some development dollars into it and they can certainly make it a better looking game than uh, what's what's currently out there but listen let's uh let's let's let me let me pull up the the show notes here folks and see I, you know yeah i i know what we're going to talk about next uh but let me catch up on the Super Chats. There's been quite a few of them that have popped in here. Um, thank you for uh, N64 Josh for throwing these in here. Nathan and uh, Nathaniel uh, Sullivan drops a very generous $5. chat. says, boom, thanks for the amazing in-flight entertainment from Dallas to D.C. Keep up the great work. Well, dude, have a great flight. Uh, if you've already landed, uh, safe landings and safe trips on the way home. But thank you for uh the uh very generous uh super chat but also thank you for the comment i'm glad that we could um you know make your flight more uh certainly uh, more fun if you will uh suicide kings who's been a member for six months thank you so much for that drops an outstanding two dollar super chat and says congrats to boom doing a solo hour yesterday yeah dude that was i'm not even gonna lie that's that's some hard work (laughs) when you have a, a incredible cast i'm very blessed Like every one of the panels that I have put together for the five weekly shows is loaded with people and gamers that are not only incredibly intelligent, but good people, like really good content creators. I am incredibly blessed to be able to have them a part of the show. And, you know, it's because of their talent that I'm able to, you know, take time to welcome in everybody and, uh, you know, come up with these topics and, and, and talking points. Usually after they're done, so uh, yeah, that, that one hour by myself, that's that's brutal. I don't again people who stream solo, I don't know how the H you do it, but good on you for that. Drawn uh, TJ drops um a very generous additional five dollars super chat and says Umber, you need to be uh, 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 uh be in the damn Gears movie. I, I like what you're putting down there. I'm sure Umber does as well. Thank you so much for that. At least the anime because he has a really you have a good voice so I, I think that you could be uh you could do excellent I, I hate my voice I, have, I appreciate a really have a good New York voice I freaking hate my own voice but folks we gotta talk about the next topic for, and that's and this is this is a really good one this one's this one excites me because You know, when you look at Microsoft and their first party studios, let's just keep ABK out of the conversation right now. That deal is going to pass. It's not a problem. They're not doing anything illegal. It's going to go through. It's just going to take some time. Even if it gets a third look, it's fine. Microsoft has some of the most expensive lawyers and they literally have all the evidence on their side to prove that they are going to do what they're going to do. Uh, When you talk about RPGs, right? Microsoft is the king. Right now, they hold the crown of Western RPGs. Now I, I know CD Project Red is out there, and there are a few others, but when you consider Obsidian, when you consider Bethesda, they own those. They also own inexile. Inexile, folks, is the dark horse here, because in exile, maybe maybe you know them, maybe you don't know them. Maybe their games are your bag, maybe they're not in a story. That I pulled from comicbook.com, written by Tyler Fisher on November fourth. This is what they had to say about a new AAA IP that they're working on, and they have. To, they go on to say this: According to Matt Booty, head of Xbox Game Studios, developer Exile Entertainment, uh, which of course Microsoft owns, is working on something special. For those who that don't know, Exile Entertainment is best known for. The Wasteland and the Bard's Tale series. It's a team that has produced several critically acclaimed games through more than niche genres it occupies, and has prevented it from setting the world on fire commercially. And that's a that's a big point because their games are good, but I don't play their games. I know a lot of people don't play. I tried Wasteland; it just wasn't my bag. I mean, it was. I thought it was very difficult, and it's fine. It just wasn't for me, but this is where we get into the weeds folks. According to Matt Booty, the team recently created a vertical slice for the Xbox bosses, and everyone, according to the article, was blown away. Adding more context to this, booty notes that what particularly impressed is how good the game looked into into um, in relation to how many people are only. That are currently working on it. Now, the original story was broken by Chloe Real of Twitter, and it was then picked up by comicbook.com. And this is exactly the quote from Matt Booty We had all of our studio heads together, and NXILE showed a vertical slice of their game, and everyone was kind of blown away. If there was a measure of the coolness of what you could create as a ratio to how many people are working on the game, that studio has to win a prize. And listen, I don't know if you follow exile, uh, their social media team is <laughs> golden. I mean, straight up, the greatest salt and fun you could possibly have on social media. They seem to work in exile because they are the chef's kiss. This is what they had to say to Matt Booty live in a tweet, which was awesome. We accept our prize in Visa gift cards or those cool holiday booze sets where it comes with a bottle and a couple of fancy glasses or whatever. The holidays are coming up and we're big re-gifters. And this has officially uh, come from Exile account in response. I think that is genius. I want to go to Daniel first on this. Daniel, look, Microsoft finds themselves in a position where not only do they have crazy amount of legendary IP under the Xbox Game Studios banner, but they have the talent that made these games great. And with the budget that Microsoft is offering these studios, we could imagine what Obsidian's next game is going to look like on how it's going to perform, what Bethesda's Starfield or uh, Redfall is going to look like. But in Exile, they're a small team. As a matter of fact, right before the purchase, right before they joined Xbox Game Studios, the head of that studio was going to retire because they were having trouble uh, keeping the lights on. They, they, They were having trouble finding their next paycheck. Microsoft steps in. They, they acquire them, and he's like, yeah, now I don't have to go because now I know that I can pay my people. I can I can actually pay them, and they can pay their bills. A lot of people forget about that. that they're, they're, these designers, these developers, there are people with families that need a paycheck, and they don't make games for free. When you hear Matt Booty say this about this game that has not been announced, it's a A budgeted and developed game, with a small team we've seen what some small teams do how excited are you to see what they bring to the table
2: oh i'm very excited uh in exile is i mean you you definitely said it before uh it's it's sort of like the dark horse Uh, you know i feel like people don't necessarily know how good in exiles games are because they've typically been in a style that's not particularly popular being that over the head isometric sort of like older CRPG style games, um, which generally speaking, don't perform as well as, as, you know, a, a third person or even a first person RPG. Um, however, that studio and Brian Fargo in particular are outstanding. Brian Fargo is, he's a luminary in the field. He he's one of the original creators of fallout back when it was yep. a, you know, like I said, one of the top down CRPG type games, uh, the writing in those games is phenomenal. Um, even if you don't necessarily like the gameplay of that, I would give it a shot for at least a little while so you can uh, get an idea of what those games feel like. The worlds are very well fleshed out and very interesting. Yep. Um, this game in particular, uh, I think we already know a handful of things about this. I, I don't think in Exile is a big enough team that they'd be working on two projects. So I have to assume that the one that Matt Booty is talking about is also the one that Jez Corden was talking about a while ago, the like Project Cobalt one. Uh, and he was saying at the time that that one uh, is a like a third person, like they brought the camera down uh, style RPG, more in the style of like a Fallout three or Fallout, like the, the fallouts that the people in chat most likely are more familiar with. Um, it's I think they also said it's like a steampunk situation. So it's, it's going to be an RPG in like a steampunk world. Uh, and that sounds really interesting. I think that I also think that it's supposed to be Unreal Five. Yeah,
0: it's been confirmed yeah.
2: that they're working with Unreal Five. That's confirmed. Yes. Yeah. So you know, there's a lot of really interesting things going into this game, and I'm very excited to see what it is. Um, I, I remember that. Jeff Grubb, I think, was saying something like that they were originally targeting 2023 for Project Cobalt. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's more likely that that's going to be a 2024, maybe even 2025 game, especially since so many things got pushed out of 2022 that they're probably pushing things back so as to not compete with themselves too much. Um, Plus, you know, if it's their first game on an Unreal Engine and it's their first, you know, like first-person RPG, they probably need extra time to work on it anyway. Um, So I wouldn't necessarily expect it too soon, but it's it's something that is i think on on the near docket like whenever what is it that that phil spencer talks about it's like it's like the three horizons it's like horizon one is the stuff that's happening now horizon two is the things things that are happening in like what two to five years and then the third horizon is like the next ten years yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so i think that this is definitely like a horizon two situation where this is going to be you know not this year probably not next year but when we get it i think it's going to be really special uh cuz in exile has proven time and time again that they they understand how to make an rpg they just don't necessarily make it in the gameplay style that uh would most benefit it in terms of you know making money uh and this one seems like they're correcting that problem so i'm really i'm really looking forward to people um not looking at me like i'm crazy when i say that in exile is an amazing studio because they'll actually have played one of their games so that'll be good
0: <laughs> no, I I agree. I I think you're onto something. I think that uh what happens is is that uh they're known for a a very specific way of telling stories through a a, a genre that doesn't hit with a lot of people. Like uh, you know, they're, they're very RTS focused, right? That's 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 their bag. That's what they built their 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 their, their popularity and on and and they have legendary franchises that uh equate that. For me, it doesn't it doesn't in immediately hit. Uh, third person, um, over the shoulder kind of of view, even a first person, if they decide to go with first person, I I, I would, it it would be something that, again, this is what I really like about what the teams are doing. They are stepping outside of their comfort zones on how they develop games. And that has a lot to do with the budget. They, they have, they're, they're being, they're being, um, uh, uh, funded by Microsoft which allows them to take a little bit more creative risks because obviously they uh, they, ha- they again they're being funded by Microsoft so that that allows for these things uh, let, let's go to Mav on this Mav, this is this is very exciting for a lot of reasons in exile, legendary RPG maker known for RTS, known for uh, great stories known for uh, you know uh, great mechanics, knowing that they have the potential now to again whatever they showed matt booty was a vertical slice it was meant as a demo for the uh, for 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 management at microsoft to say hey this is what we're doing and it and, and again according to matt booty blew everyone away that's exciting that's exciting for me what about you
1: oh yeah i think the next thing they make is going to be the biggest best thing they've ever done uh we saw after they were acquired, they got put in a new studio, they've grown their team, all this stuff. So the investment's there, uh, like, with them, just like it has been with all the other studios that Xbox has acquired. But um, as far as their game, it sounds like I want to add that maybe that could be one that w- gets shown soon. Because I know a lot of the times, like, when they do these vertical slices, if you're trying to pick something that you want to show off some gameplay or something of, you know, they, they, those are usually pretty polished experiences that would be ready for a showcase or something. So uh, we've heard seen that from a couple of other uh, teams there that they've had some recent new vertical slices of their games as well. I think Avowed had a recent vertical slice that was redone. So man, can you imagine the next several years going with in exile, it, putting out big RPGs and ev and then you got Avowed and Outer Worlds 2 from Obsidian. Then you got Fable from Playground. And then you get um, Elder Scrolls and Starfield from Bethesda. It's just like insane, man. Because In Exile is, is a lot better than people give them credit for. Uh, they have a cult classic following franchises, but they come from Interplay, much like Obsidian did, right? And they come from the forefathers of CRPGs, pretty much. And uh, that, that whole era, the the part of the original team of uh, In Exile and the founders there worked on the original Fallout games back in the day with Interplay before uh, before Bethesda bought the rights to Fallout. So it's interesting how Microsoft kind of has all of these different studios now. I think the next In, in Exile game we're going to see is very different from what they've done in the past. Uh, they're going bigger and more bold, I think, on this next game. Uh, but they've also been pretty consistent with their pipelines at In Exile. So when you look at teams and uh, are you able to get out uh, content at a decent rate and stuff like that, In Exile's been a team that has delivered on that. Um, also, you know, Wasteland Three—they've supported that game like crazy since it, it launched. I think last was it last yep. holiday they even had a huge expansion that got a lot of people excited. Wasteland Three is great. Um if you like tactics games, if, if you like RPGs, if you like CRPGs, uh it's got great mechanics, uh the storytelling is awesome, it's freaking hilarious as well. <laughs> um it is it is difficult at times boom, but which a lot of those kind of games can be because that's they present you the challenge with the tactics style combat and stuff, but man it's um I think they are on to great great things. I I think Xbox has like a new like uh level of attention to making sure that these studios put out top quality content as well like they're they're giving bigger budgets extending deadlines they're uh delaying games so if they need more time they're yep. increasing the studio sizes or they're, they're giving them state-of-the-art uh studios and, and all this stuff so the, their attention to quality is very high and you've seen that with a lot of the scores of the games that have come out last year i think we're going to see it in the games that all come out next year uh and uh, all these studios you're going to see what our expectations of them were in the past reach another level and i think that's key for game pass because if you if you have all these acquisitions and have all these studios and all of a sudden you put out a bunch of like mid type games you know it kind of loses the excitement it kind of damages the brand a little bit yep. but, uh, these studios they start pumping out these top-tier, top-quality games and all these different uh, genres, it's going to do wonders for for Game Pass. And I think that's ultimately what it's all about. Um, I know In Exile is extremely excited about it, too. And that's the number one thing, because they've been vocal. You talk about their social media team. They've yeah. been vocal on social media, being like, they can't wait to share what they're working on. Yeah. And they're working on more than one thing, also. They're not yes. just working on one thing. They're working on at least two games. Uh, but one of them is supposed to be Massive, uh, different for them, I think they said as a first person RPG as well in the past. I could be wrong on that. Uh, I'm remember remembering a tweet from last year, I believe. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I don't know if it's going to be a return to Fallout uh, for them, but like, uh or if it's going to be something di- completely off the wall and different. I i would think it's going to be something that we will have not expected whatsoever, and it's going to blow our minds because yep. if they' Matt Booty is giving that kind of praise as well um then that that means a lot i'm curious too because you know when that came out that idos montreal is working with microsoft on games like fable right yeah i dude what where what other games are they helping with right i mean like there's got to be some of the first party stuff so uh maybe they're kind of entrenched around some multiple of these studios kind of helping out on this and that
0: right now I I love these collaborations. I do. I I think that there's a lot to be said about Crystal Dynamics. I think there's a lot to be said about Eidos Montreal, Eidos Montreal. Uh, I I also think that they're going to become first-party studios. That's just my take on Mm it. But, you know, again, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. Let's get to to Infinite Umbra on this. Umbra, what are your thoughts on this new information? Mind-blowing, according to Matt Booty. Are you excited to see what what in uh, exile could bring to the table with that, with, you know, with uh, with some budget behind that?
3: I actually am. I'm excited for it. You know, it's interesting to hear that from Matt, because Matt is typically always so laid back with how he sees things. Yep. he's he's always typically. Yeah. You know, da, da, da. so if he's saying it's mind blowing, I don't know. But when I remember when in exile was announced as far as being one of the acquisitions they got. And at the time, I wasn't, like, too keen on them. I was like, eh, okay, all right, in exile, all right, we'll bring you on over to, you know, you know, woke up the uh, Western RPG side of things. But, man, um, Wasteland 3, I played a good amount of that, and uh, it actually was really good. But I, I do want to, I did, one of my things I did want to see with studios like them, Double Fine, uh, even Obsidian, and now we're seeing that, is that being acquired, they're actually getting a proper budget for these projects so we'll be seeing how vault comes out soon enough and we'll you know and with them with project cobalt right here uh you know it's a steampunk world they're in and everything like that so i'm actually very excited and it's a first person shooter too which is way out of their wheelhouse so I'm, and, and the same thing with playground playground who would have thought that they'd be the ones making uh you know fable so i actually am very excited to see what they can do here as far as those things go um I, I wonder if the world will be like open, open world and things like that, too. It seems like that'll be the case. I'm just I'm, I'm really excited to see how they'll approach it Uh, it, to me from what I, what it reads like. It also it almost sounds like um, what's the name of that game? It sounds like Bioshock a little bit. Bioshock. What's that one way? Uh, Infinite. Yeah.
0: You should have known that. That's your name, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of puts me in a
3: mindset of that and makes me think it's, it's kind of a Bioshock Infinite kind of setting in a way. So I'm interested in seeing how they how they handle that. Uh, and like I said, it's the same thing with all the other studios that Microsoft is bringing on board now. So I think with a proper budget and as far as the, the freedom to kind of create without any overhead telling them what to make, I think we'll see much more of this coming up. I just hope that if anything, we get to see it next year at E3. That's my hope.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm hoping for uh, this. Is, first of all, I am going to E3. I'm going to be with the Iron Lords. Uh, that's I'm going being set to. Up, as we speak, Yeah, I'm, I'm going to E3 this year. That is that is book, locked, and loaded. Uh, we just got to get to uh, the, the particulars. I'll be hanging out again like I did with the Iron Lords in 2019. Uh, King David, uh, Addict, um, Sovereign, and, of course, Lord Cognito along with a bunch of other people. I, I I don't know who is going to be in the, the quote-unquote compound, as King David calls it, but it's going to be a lot of people. Uh, I am definitely trying to – a lot of people from Primetime Gaming are going to be there, so we may do an actual live, you know, like filmed live podcast, which would be kind of – Hey, that would be nice. Um,
3: I know yeah, myself, I'm going, and I know Risky is planning on I'm going.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we all got to meet up for sure. We, we yeah. got to meet in person, hang out, have a couple of, I don't drink, so I'll have a Dr. Pepper or a, a ginger ale, but I'll, I'll sit down and throw down you know, <laughs> some food. That That's definitely good for that. Uh, but, uh, you yeah, know, I, I I like what you're putting down. Uh, real quick, I got to shout out R.L. Stein in, in the chat. I didn't realize that I was talking about AEW in a, in a, and I didn't mean it in a negative way. What I did as a host which is you're not supposed to do is I was reading the chat as I was talking and my mind kind of drifted. He, said, he put down, that, I said, AEW was booty. That's not what I really meant. I mean, listen, the game looks like the game. Uh, it's going to be what it's going to be. Listen, I, I look, it, a game doesn't have to be, you know, off the world graphics for me to enjoy it. If the gameplay is great, then I'm going to have just as much fun, but shout out to RL Stein for shouting me out there. I, I appreciate that brother but listen let's get n64 josh's opinion and folks we're gonna we're gonna get everyone out of here a little bit early because they do have something to do at two o'clock so i have to get out of here a few minutes before uh and and outros usually take uh, a few minutes but uh we did get the to three topics it to through well, three and a half really because we threw a couple of uh, whammies in there josh what are your thoughts on this uh, in exile they're a great developer they have an amazing history But no one really talks about them. They talk about Bethesda. They talk about Obsidian. But I think that after this game, based on what Matt Booty is saying, people are going to start talking about them just as good.
4: In the words of Boom, I like what everybody's been putting down, right? (laughs) And so, you know, hearing games thrown out there like, like Bioshock and that kind of stuff gets me excited. I was kind of just looking through some of their stuff. They're not, it's not a, it's not a studio that I'm real familiar with. I haven't, I haven't, I've never touched a game that they've made. I'll just throw that out there right now. Okay. That being said, why? I mean, hearing those, that statement from Matt booty saying that they're so that, you know, that uh, everyone was kind of blown away. I mean, that, that right there, that should have all of us pretty excited. And it, it has me excited it has us talking about the the studio and so now i'm very curious now i'm now i'm really really looking forward to this uh more so than than i was i mean because the other games they just i remember when wasteland was announced and i'm like you know i'm all about being excited for people that are excited but I, if it's if it's not something that's for me like I'm i'm probably not like I I may not even if it doesn't look like it's going to pull me in, I may not even try it. So hopefully, hopefully this gets to be the game that not only myself, but but many others get to experience the studio for the first time. But it really, really puts them on the map and and maybe makes us regret not trying something sooner. So um, I'm I'm looking forward to whatever they're whatever they're working on.
0: Well, I will say this. There are not many game, uh, not many genres based on steampunk, right? We don't have a lot of those. And if this, in fact, what is what Jez Corden was talking about, uh, this is their steampunk game. I love it. I- I'm all for it. It's something new. Uh, again, this is not sound like a broken record, but this, the direction of Xbox Game Studios that they're taking and making new IP in new genres that most of the teams have not uh, worked on before is exciting. It's, it's really exciting. Um, and uh, a lot of them seem to be more uh, more single player focused, more uh, potentially more graphical in the area that we want more games to look like like Sony's games, more realistic looking. Uh, I don't want Microsoft games to look like Sony. I don't want Sony games to look like Microsoft. Let them do their own thing. But I do like the idea that we're going to be getting games that uh, that uh, that are closer in ilk in regards to that single player story driven kind of. Um, um, development that i quite enjoy from sony and microsoft is going to be delivering that's that's what uh, cogneil talks about it almost every week on the iron lords hashtag just one but let's let's get to the outros we had almost 400 people here today i want to thank everyone that took the time to be here thank you again for all the super chats uh those are incredibly important they do help this channel grow uh it, it allows for mrs boomstick and i to do the big giveaways and again uh, I, I'll say it to the end of uh, of the year because we have a big one coming up in December, folks. Uh, for the first time ever, uh, Mrs. Boomstick and I are giving away one thousand dollars on one show. Uh, five hundred has been reserved for channel members. If you are a channel member, you have first crack at the first five hundred dollars in giveaways, and the second five hundred, which will come at the second half of that Breakfast with Boom, which is going to be our fifth annual. Uh, Christmas with Mr. And Mrs. Boomstick is going to be reserved for anyone that is in the chat. Again, $1,000 in one show. It's the most we've ever done on this channel. Uh, And we, we do it because, uh, well, we, we love you guys and we do care about you. And, uh, you know, obviously this Christmas may be a little tougher for others than it has been in recent years. So we want to see uh, other people, Be able to give those gifts out. You know what I'm saying? You win a $100 gift card, and maybe you didn't have that to give to your little one. Now you do, courtesy of Mr. and Mrs. Boomstick. And uh, that happens because of channel membership. That happens because of Super Chats, and we can't thank you enough for that. Let's get to the outros. Daniel McGee, sell your brand, brother. Talk about what you got going on. Where can people reach out to you on social media? But more importantly, subscribe to your YouTube channel.
2: Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at Daniel J. McGee. Uh, I'm gonna pick up God of War tomorrow. So, if you want to see those raw, unfiltered, fresh takes, uh, probably hot takes, feel free to stop on by and tell me how dumb and wrong I am. Probably also gonna do a video on it at some point <laughs> over on my YouTube channel, uh, which is just Daniel McGee, just like it says uh, in the box here. If you're watching it live, uh, it's, it's we do a lot of long form videos over there, we're working on. Um, primarily we do video game news, but right now I'm, uh, as I said earlier, starting a, a longer series of rewriting the DC universe that I really hope goes well. It's untested at this point. So <laughs> come by and let me know if it's good. <laughs> well,
0: definitely appreciate you being here, brother. And Definitely go check out his content, both short and long forms are great, well-researched uh, content. Uh, and I always enjoy uh, the, uh, the, the banter that he brings to each and every uh, video that he does, and I'm, I'm very interested to see what they do with the D- DCEU, which is going to see uh, a massive change now that uh, James Gunn is running the show. Infinite Umbra, brother. Talk about your upcoming Friday podcast with, uh, with your crew over at the Xbox Infinite Podcast, uh, and uh, more importantly, where can people reach out to you on social media, and any updates to you launching your own channel?
3: Yeah, a few things on that. So this Friday will be our fiftieth uh uh pop video, I guess you Oh could
0: say. man, that's awesome. That's yeah. congratulations. That's a lot of work, brother. People oh, yeah. understand how difficult it is to generate an audience that, that tunes in. It's that's basically
3: absolutely. And well, I think we're about to hit a thousand subscribers over there. So that's that's oh,
0: that cool. is fantastic.
3: Yeah. Uh we got a ways to go. I mean, we got to catch up to well, I want not say catch up because this is impossible if you all keep going. But you know what I mean? <laughs> we got a ways to go. But I'm learning as I go. And my my own thing I'm working on still. And I talk with Danny on this is, uh, you know, I'm trying to get that possibly if not the end at, at the end of this year, than the beginning of this year, because I do want to have it up and going by the time uh, E3 is up and everything to have stuff going for that. But uh, we actually have a really great 50th episode guest uh, we got Dealer joining us this Friday.
0: Oh, that's great. Dealer's a good dude. I love Dealer. Yeah, yeah. good First dude. Time.
3: First time for him joining us, uh, so that'll be good. Um, and, of course, you guys have, can find me on uh, Twitter or Xbox. Uh, you can find me on Xbox under Super Havoc, and on Twitter under Infinite Umbra or Umbra Infinite. You will find me either way. So hit me up. Give me a follow, and, you know, you're good people. I'll follow you back.
0: Nice, brother. Love that. Thank you so much. Congratulations on 50 episodes. And more importantly, you, getting your, uh, your, your own show started off the ground. Any help you need with promotion or guest appearances, don't forget to hit me up. I'd be more than happy to help you grow your channel. Speaking of growing channels, Mav, what's going on, brother? Tell everyone where they can subscribe to your outstanding YouTube channel. Check out your weekly content. And more importantly, reach out to you on social media.
1: Yeah, thanks uh, again, Boom, for always putting on an amazing show. Everybody here on the panel and the chat was awesome on this uh, episode as well. So I appreciate all you guys out there. Uh, if you want to find out where to find me, just go to Twitter at Fun Speculation. Uh, you can find all of my nonsensical tweets there. Um, also, go check out on YouTube Fun Speculation, where you can find three podcasts. We got Mondays is Fun Speculation Podcast at 10 p.m. Eastern. We had a blast uh, picking apart who we want for the Gears cast last night as well on that show. Uh, we started doing reviews and that's going to be uh, a part of our Monday show as well. Nice. Um, Thursdays PM and the PM, Pong, Sol, and I 7 p.m. Eastern time every Thursday as uh, a two-man show. We have a blast deep diving on uh, industry topics in the gaming industry as well. And then Fridays, Xbox Ultimate Podcast at 9 p.m. Eastern um, I think like show one seven. 115 something like that i don't know we're in the 110s now somewhere around there and i was absolutely have a blast we go left a lot we get we kind of have fun it gets a little crazy on ultimate uh friday nights you know everybody wants to let loose for the weekend you know get their weekend started off right so uh, tune into that also if you just would like to watch game streams uh random solo shows which boom apparently hates doing uh sometimes we do that as well um and uh
0: ca- occasionally some videos and stuff so just check it out um if you like what you see subscribe I appreciate everybody all right thanks so much and last no way least tiktok josh sell so, sell so your brand brother talk about where they can subscribe both on youtube and tiktok what shows you got going on and more importantly where could they reach out to you on social media
4: the shows, you guys, we're doing the Nintendo Powercast which is uh coming out on the regular um maybe doing a couple episodes right after this actually because uh, there's a lot of Nintendo sales news happening. Um the Pokemon, Pokey News Now podcast, it's a it's a website, it's a it's a podcast, it's YouTube, it's everything. Um, and, uh, none other than, than Mr. Daniel McGee is going to be joining me for, oh, nice, uh, for an episode Excellent. today. So, so that's going to be cool. Um, the other thing that I want to let everybody know is that I talked about it last week as I'm doing coaching and whether you're brand new to content creation or you've been in it forever and you realize how lonely it can be and how, how, how difficult it can be at times, uh, you can set up a 15 minute call with me. It's just a discovery call to see, you know, Maybe if it's a if it's a if coaching is a fit for you, maybe it's something that could be uh, beneficial to helping you come up with a good content strategy to be able to better market your stuff so that you can grow your brand. And, uh, you know, but uh, hopefully like make make this a reality where your 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 dream can be your job. You know what I mean? So um, that's stuff, uh, that's what I'm doing. All of the all that info is in the links of my bios on all my socials. And I'm in six four Josh everywhere.
0: Nice, brother. And Destro39, he says, I'm currently getting ready to launch my own Xbox podcast. It's tough. Destro, either reach out to uh, Josh, reach out to me. Uh, we'll see if we can give you some advice. Definitely uh, reach out to uh, Josh. He, he knows what he's doing. He's been doing this for many, 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 many years. And maybe uh, maybe you know, some coaching is exactly what you need to help you uh, make your dream a reality. Uh, But ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for this week's new episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. This is Double Barrel Gaming, and if you enjoyed the show, please consider not only hitting the like button on the way out, but if you're new and finding the channel for the first time, folks, we are on the hunt for 12K, and we are 600 and change away. I don't know if we can hit it in 2022, but I would sure love... To bookend the year, we hit 10K in January. Would love nothing more than to hit 12K at the end of December to really round out one of our most successful years on the channel. And you can do that by subscribing and hitting the like button. We do this five days a week, five different shows, five different panels, all great news items. Uh, But again, thank you so much for being here. And of course, I'm going to close out the show, folks, with something. That is important to me. Hopefully one day it will be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught me with kids and he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast.